Welcome back to Kong Dogs with Chansey and Chi. This is Chansey, he's Chi. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, we haven't really talked about the game since the game. I kind of noticed that. It's probably the first time we've ever done this, so I just want to get your immediate thoughts just right off the bat. What you, what you thinking? Where's your mind at? Oh my god. You don't want to. You don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I uh, my my immediate thoughts are my, so the first thing I think of whenever I started to digest this game and and I didn't get a really really didn't get a chance to see it all the way through um, completely, but I've seen all the high points and I've seen the majority of the game uh, and I think a lot there's a lot of overreaction from our fan base right now that's the first thing that comes to mind there's a lot of you know why didn't we beat beat their ass in the first half and sit back and relax and just enjoy the win in the second half and uh you know i i think people sit back and have this idea of what alabama is and what they've done over the past few years and our fan base thinks that we're automatically we're already alabama right or we're, we're already on their level and I'd like to think that we're, you know, at least pretty close to it. But, you know, people think that, like, Alabama never struggles. Alabama struggled last weekend. They struggled against South Carolina in the first half. I mean, they, they have played a lot of close halves. What was it, last year they played the Citadel, and it was like 10-7 to 7 at halftime? You don't think Alabama fans were freaking the hell out? You know what, they ended up ended up scoring like 59-10, to 65-10, something like that. So, um, here's what I saw is... The first half, as you know, I was at a wedding reception, and uh, you know, all best wishes to the bride and groom. But I was seeing some intermittent uh, plays of the game. Yeah, yeah. The yeah you, 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 had to, you had to watch the game a little bit. I was taking a few peeks, taking a few peeks, <laughs> at about five or ten minutes at a time. Uh, so anyway, I uh, I was able to see a decent amount of the first half and. You know, we came out kind of sluggish. Uh, here's the deal: they still didn't run on us. They still, we still only gave up 70 yards uh, uh, rushing the whole game. We came out a little sluggish. We were able, they were able to get a few deep balls, and I think, you know, we gave the Tennessee fans probably the the, the happiest 10 minutes of game time, uh, you know, of the season. They were up 14 to 10 for about 10 minutes, and then we <laughs> scored 16 points, missed on the two point conversion, should have been 28 to 14. Uh, we get 26 to 14 going into the, into the halftime. And, you know, don't get me wrong, we've been beaten at halftime before. Uh, but there's not very often that Kirby comes out of that locker room and, at half and we don't go out and take care of every little, you know, almost every little detail that we messed up on in the first half. So that second half of football, you could hear the commentators just kind of like, oh, this is a different team. They started to notice – I mean, there was, a, I think, a time where so they got about 200 yards passing in the first half. In the second half, they didn't, they didn't have a passing yard until halfway through the fourth quarter. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, but that's, that's what you, we saw. We witnessed some dominance, some great uh, defensive play calling, some great adjustments that were made. So, uh, all in all... Sorry, that was just a little bit of rambling there, but that's my initial thoughts on it, Chance. <laughs> well, and, and I, 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 wanted, I want to I, hear yours. Well, and so I, this was a game I had to I had to go back and watch the second time. So I watched the whole thing through the first the first run, and it just fell off at yeah. the in the first half. You, it did. It just fell off, and it and it was jarring a little bit. I I wasn't in. I'm not in the camp of we should be going out and. Like just, I, I I'm not on the camp of like I expect us to be this perfect uh, team and everything that we do. Um, for me, it was like just seeing. Well, there's a couple things, but for me, it was just they were they were passing like we just weren't expecting them to be able to throw the ball at all. And then this this yeah. freshman comes out and just starts. I mean, he just starts lighting us up. I mean, yeah. our our tackling was sloppy. It just felt we were on our heels on on, on defense. Which we haven't been. I mean, obviously, when they they gave up on trying to run the ball. That didn't that didn't work. Um, we we stopped that, and obviously, our run defense is phenomenal, and we're not we weren't concerned about that. But the kids started lighting us up, and it was just like, okay, where where's our secondary at? Like, what just didn't feel like it was clicking. Um, and 
And so that was that was kind of jarring. But you go back and, and kind of like I said, you, you rewatch the game and 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 we had a handle on it. it we really did. I, I was I was uptight because it was just like it, it just it didn't feel it didn't feel good uh, and it just wasn't we hadn't seen that in a while and uh and while except kind of kind of on our heels a little bit but obviously we took care of business and, and we, we handled them well uh i thought i thought jim cheney called a great game for that mauer kid for that first half i mean sure. got the ball out of his hands we couldn't really get any pressure on him early in the game obviously that changed <laughs> to a significant degree <laughs> due to us almost murdering him <laughs> um but but really, in that first half, the fifty-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But really, in that first half, I mean, Cheney uh, called a great game for the kid. Really, a lot, a lot of underneath routes, get the ball out of his hand. But the kid was throwing it over the middle of the field with confidence. I mean, he was throwing, he was throwing balls between the hashes, and and we were just, I mean, those guys were wide open, and um, and, and tackling was sloppy uh, in the secondary for the in the first half. Obviously, that all tightened up. Um, so it was just one of those things going into halftime, and then obviously ha- have that residual effect. But um, it was that I think that was what I kind of felt. But obviously, you go back and watch it. We had control of this game, but it very easily it very easily could have been twenty to seventeen at halftime. Sure. I mean, so you, you, coming in with a different dynamic, and then you, you realize like, oh, we had that big swing. Uh, and we kind of offense started clicking. Tennessee was on their heels, and obviously our guys. I, and we have to mention I, – I have to get this off my off my chest. Our running backs run so damn hard. I love them. It is unbelievable. I just – I love the, Brian Herrien every time he touches the ball. <laughs> and on that 40-yard run he had, he got touched behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And then and still just I mean, making phenomenal plays. Uh, so the, the line did well. I mean – Run blocking was great. Fromm had all day to throw the ball. Um, it was like I said, I felt good about it. So that that's kind of my ramblings. So I'm, we, okay, we got our ramblings out of the way. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I I, I want to stick on the same subject here because this is a game that we were able to see that okay, obviously we were our talent levels were way higher than Tennessee. There's no doubt about it. But we were able to see that, okay, we got punched in the mouth by a team that wanted it more for at least, you know, maybe 15 minutes of the game. Uh, Let's see how we can, you know, adjust and see how we respond to getting punched in the mouth a little bit. And sure enough, I mean, we just – I started to notice – I mean, honestly, you could see it. You could see it with our offensive tempo. You could see it with how our offensive line was, was just starting to click and starting to move the ball. I still do think I agree that Fromm was sitting back there in the pocket and just I mean he could have just set up a hammock back there and hung out for a little <laughs> while. Uh, he was being protected. He had I think I read and I remember the play exactly, but he there was one QB hurry the entire game. Not there's no sack, no you know you know they didn't force any kind of turnover. Blah blah blah. One QB hurry the entire time, and it was uh, he actually ended up kind of side sidestepping the rush, and then dumped it off to I, th- I think it was either Harry or Simmons, and then they got it tackled immediately. So, um, man, our offensive line pass protection looks fantastic. Our rushing, our our our, our run blocking, I, it's kind of one of those things that we're so hit or miss with that. I feel like yeah. we're there's a lot of blown assignments, and then sometimes I'm like. We're bulldozing these guys. But you can definitely tell at the very least that they're better conditioned than the other side yeah. of the ball. Yeah. Well, and and our our running backs are making up for those those the bad blocking on those plays. I mean, our guys are just it it, it, it it's awesome. I mean, they they're they're bulldozing these guys. Swift is Swift is is, is running he, he wants to run it up the gut. I mean, the guy wants to, to make a play, and um, and and there, and Zeus had Zeus had some great runs as well. I mean, our running backs are in, in those situations. They're they're pulling the weight when the when the line's not carrying them. I mean, yeah. um, and and so I, I I felt I felt good about that. I'm and I want I wanted to pick your pick your brain on this too. Are we getting a little predictable with the end arounds? Like, <laughs> well, it's like. If James Cook is if James Cook is on the field, 
it's it, he's gonna go behind the line of scrimmage at some point. <laughs> like he's gonna run towards Jake Fromm. Uh, Tyler Simmons, gosh, man, Simmons, Simmons needs to be limited to basically two different plays. First of all, I, he had a, a end round run that was pretty pretty good. It went for like fifteen or so yards. I mean, he's the kind of guy that can make that kind of play, and I trust his ability to cut whenever he needs to cut. But Simmons doesn't need to be doing downfield passes. I like what he does whenever we started moving him, you know, across the field, either shallow crossing routes, you know, drag routes, whatever you want to call them. Um, we started moving him kind of over the center of the field, and and Fromm hit him for a couple couple passes over the center. Um, so I, I'd like to see more from that. But, yeah, as far as end around, so it's just like if we put somebody in motion, we're probably going to give them the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and they started sniffing it out. But it was on, on that one, it, it was we actually handed it off to Cook, and then he, he tossed it to Simmons. That mm-hmm. was the <laughs> – that was what that was the, the that's right the play. it was a reverse <laughs> yeah it was a reverse on the uh, or for, to, from cook to simmons so i mean I, I don't know i guess i guess we're just i just feel like we're getting a lot of that which i mean is good to keep them on their toes but uh, had some i feel like we had more negative plays than, than positive plays this game i felt like it was kind of people were kind of sniffing it out or it was kind of a wash um we'd like to say simmons did have that first down but a couple of them got stopped behind the line um, so I don't know. To me, I'm just I feel like we're, we're and maybe we're just not wanting to. I don't know what we're trying to do with it, but we're, we're doing it a lot. <laughs> I don't know where I'm trying to get at, but it's just I feel like kind of like you said. It's like all right, Cooks on the field. Just hopefully he can hopefully he can get around that edge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, Simmons, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um no, it's been it's been cool to watch that. We have, you know, this is the one of the first times that Kirby said something in a press conference, and I'm like, yeah, it's just coach speak. We, we're not going to do that bullshit. And then, and then we actually did it. He said that we were going to extend the ball downfield, and we threw the ball 29 times against yeah. this Tennessee team. Yeah. And I don't think <laughs> – I may be wrong here, but I'm not positive that Fromm has gone over 30 attempts in his career at Georgia in a, in a single game. I'm – um. I, I, it was very noticeable to me. I felt like we were extending the ball down the field. One of my favorite plays, I, maybe we should start doing this for every recap, but my fa- my favorite play of the game, well, okay, never mind. There's one in particular, and it involves Eric Stokes and Tay Crowder. But and murder. <laughs> my favorite, and murder. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite offensive play <laughs> was, it was a third and, Third and ten. It was at least a third and long, somewhere along those lines. And we were on our side of the field. And I think it was when we were up 29-14. to 14. And if they stopped us there, you know, we get a punt and, like, they get the ball back and they stay in the game, blah, blah, blah. But we ran the ball a couple times. I think it was actually a third and five. And we ran the ball a couple times. And then we extended – we moved the chains by doing a – basically like a, a corner route or a sideline route. Um, to Demetrius, and that ball couldn't have been sexier coming out of Jake Fromm's hands and landed right in Demetrius. Demetrius, I mean, you know, if the sideline was a foot further, Demetrius would have turned, juked out the guy that was coming from the middle of the field, the safety over there, and, and would have been gone. So, uh, But that's the kind of plays where, you know, we didn't have that ability in the past. I feel like we just did not have those kind of routes in, in our in our playbook. And, and now it's just like, okay, I can see that we got these. I mean, and Fromm loves throwing the sidelines, but I'm enjoying seeing us move the ball down the field. And I think Kirby literally held up to his promise before the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, you had to know it was coming. I mean, we're obviously not going to get later on into this schedule and not be able to win games without throwing the ball down the yeah. field. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're starting to – we're getting into South Carolina. We're, we're in SEC East play. I mean, we've, we've got two games under our belt, 2-0 and in the SEC. Um, we've got uh, South Carolina, got, and then we've got uh, – and once we get into Florida and Auburn and, like, these big defensive teams, we're going to have to stretch the ball out. So, you knew it was coming. But mm-hmm. finally, it was good to kind of let him kind of take the shackles off and just kind of start letting us get to see what he's been – because we've been hearing all season. We've been watching – Fields highlights all season long. We've been yep. watching Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's just been it's been they've been playing these these pansy teams and then <laughs> and putting up these big clinic numbers. And it's like, all right, 
let, I, want, I want to show you what my boy can do. I want to show you why we made all these boys transfer. And then I let, and then he went off and, and, and finally got a game to be able to do that. And it's, man, he is so it's 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 beautiful to watch it. It's 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 like an he's he's a he's a it's an orchestra and he's the conductor and he's I don't know it's beautiful. There's a word for that. I can't remember <laughs> what it is. But that's okay. We're not cultured here. No, and, no, no. And orchestral works. We're here for foosball. Obviously, obviously. Um, uh, I will say. Uh, is is eighty three percent? Is is that good? Is that good? I don't know. Eighty three percent completion percentage or eighty two point seven five to be exact. But uh, well, you know who's counting. <laughs> these these defenses that we're playing are counting. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I mean we're seeing a guy who, you know, people started off saying was a game manager, and then now they're realizing he's a game general, and mm. can be. It's accurate as hell. I mean, Preach I think. It. I mean, hey, we're here, baby. <laughs> Might as well say it. I, it, it. And we're we're seeing him become. I mean, he's a general on the field. He knows where everything everybody needs to be and at what time and what their what their assignment is. And not only that, but he's been, been extremely accurate. But then now we're starting to see that some of these guys that were saying, "Oh, his his power, his you know deep 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 pass is 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 you know nothing to write home about." Now everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he can throw a deep ball. He can put it on the money. And I'm just like, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been – I mean, I can't say more about this kid. He's just is leading this team. And it's like, okay, he's not trying to get the Heisman. He's not over here throwing for 400 yards a game and, you know, attempting 50 passes. I mean, we've got a balanced attack as I've ever seen it. I mean, every game we're like 250, 250 passing yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, you know, 200, 300, something like that. I mean, I just am loving how we're able to, you know, change it from or adapt our offense. I mean, we, went, we ran an RPO. I would notice this during the broadcast. I didn't see this this play until we watched it, but you ran an RPO where Fromm literally like ran out to the outside almost like an NCAA play. And, and uh, you know, faked like he was about to run and then threw it outside. I think he threw it to Cook, and Cook had like six or seven yards. So we're just pulling out all the stops about it. I mean, like, you know, we're not doing trick plays, but we're doing all kinds of different stuff on offense right now. Well, it's the playmakers we've got, too. I mean, one of the questions coming in that I, I think we felt pretty confident. I mean, we we had a good feeling going in. It was obviously our receiving core. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys like Cager um, are – Phenomenal. I mean, he had that pass interference. Javon Cager. Yes. Excuse me for misspeaking there. Uh, Cager had, and Cager didn't even have to have that pass interference on that one touchdown catch that he had. I mean, the dude was literally like the guy couldn't have even tried to jump as high as Cager got, and like all, and it would have hit Cager like right in front of his face. And um, the the guys, the guys. Going up and, and getting those those passes, man, and um, Pickens had a touchdown, and uh, we've just got weapons. We've got big boys. We, we talk about it every week. These boys are big. Yep. I mean, and we need we need some fifty fifty balls, and, and Fromm is obviously putting them where they need to be, and uh, and on passes that he they're not catching, he he's usually not missing by much. I mean, there's one or two maybe maybe that are that are off the money, but usually nobody can catch them. At I that counted point. two. There yeah. was there was one ball to Dominique, and I think we, you know, our fans that were in attendance, they were in uproar that it was pass interference. I, it looked like a bad ball. It looked like he threw it threw it behind him, and then there was one more on the sideline, and that was it. I mean, there was yeah. there was a couple drops. Tyler Simmons dropped a ball again. <laughs> I hate to hate on Simmons, and and I'm not. I I think he's. I love that he's worked so hard to be where he is now. It's just like man, he's being overshadowed. He he is. I mean, we've got, and we talked about it the other day. I mean, our our playmakers on the outside are basically two freshmen, Cager and Demetrius. I mean, that's our that's our top four, and then hell in our backfield, pick take pick your poison. Give yeah. me Swift. Give me Herring. Give me Zeus. I mean, our third street running back is is nicknamed Zeus for God's sakes. <laughs> so. Anyway. It, 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 it's awesome. I mean, offensively, I, I'm excited to, to kind of watch it. I, I, I love defense, and, and I, 
nothing gets me more excited than, than seeing a defense go off. But watching uh, watching our offense start to click, and obviously we're playing Tennessee. Tennessee's a dumpster fire. I mean, they're like, <laughs> like let's be real. We don't need to get too excited about this. But to see our guys starting to click and, um, and starting to make that happen and us just starting to do things we haven't really done all season, it was good to see that uh, to me finally. Um, but this – like I said, this was a game that I had to go back and rewatch to see all that because um, my, my concerns were a little more on the defensive side of the ball um, uh, there initially. Like I said, I, I was I was one of those that was – I was one of the people I was kind of worked up there at the beginning. It, like I said, it was just ugly. It wasn't – I, I oh, wasn't – Don't get me worried. wrong. I, was, I kept on going back to the bar at the reception. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was nervous <laughs> as hell. I was like, what I are mean, we doing? Like, I, 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 I obviously knew at halftime – we were going to make the adjustments we needed to make, and we were going to be okay. But it was it, it was tough to watch that um, in that way because a we've like I said we've dominated Tennessee the last couple of years and and they are a dumpster fire. And then to see this freshman come in and just start throwing it around on us, yeah. it just gave, it just it, it kind of got you like what what is this what, what's going on here uh, kind of deal and um, and so I, I th- obviously we tightened up but. But man, the the secondary just right there at the beginning. I don't know if they were just caught off guard by him, because I yeah. I mean to be honest, if I don't think I think we all felt pretty confident that Garretano uh, <laughs> was not going to start this game, right. but didn't really expect Maurer to be. I mean, he couldn't be worse. Um, so, but at the same time, it was just kind of like our secondary was kind of caught off guard. Yeah. Um, LeCount. Uh, yeah. He didn't even have to forget that he didn't have hands uh, because he just wasn't anywhere around it. <laughs> like, he – that was atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean – and, like I said, that's a, that's a game – that's a make or break when we play in Auburn or a right. Florida. No, it that, is. A play, like, a play like that is what will – that can change the entire dynamic of the season. Fortunately, it was against Tennessee, so it, it didn't really – it didn't matter in the long term. Um, but man, that, that, that kind of stuff and the tackling was sloppy and, and like I say, it all tightened up and, and guys started playing better, but it was just, it was weak there at the beginning. I, you know, yeah, Richie, Richie bit on that. I mean, it was a double move and was that Juwan or was that Marquez Callaway? I, I think Juwan. it was Callaway. Was it Juwan? Juwan. Bullshit. Maybe not. <laughs> We're looking real good, real smart right here. Oh uh, well, well we got we got two uh, we got two touchdowns here from Juwan or one from Juwan, one from Marquez Callaway. So, have <laughs> um, okay. Wait, no, it was it was it was Marquez because uh, he has a seventy-three yard uh, catch. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, so he's stupid fast. Um, I don't know if you saw, he was the one who almost caught Tay. From the other yeah. side of the field, whenever he was returning the the fumble, um, here's what I'll say about that: You're exactly right. I com- I couldn't agree with you more. That's the kind of play that if Richie makes that mistake against Auburn in a big time moment in the game, I mean that's the kind of stuff that you just have to have discipline about. And I understand. I mean, you're the safety. You're the last line of defense. I understand that you want to come up and make a play on that guy. Maybe he if he does cut inside right there because he got such a good jump. He might intercept that ball, you know, take it to the house or something. But you got to know that these are the these are the kind of plays that Tennessees and the Kentuckys and and the South Carolinas they're they're going to pull out all the stops on it. So I I think all in all, I mean, Jr. Jr. looked sloppy in the first half too. I, I feel like we had a lot of missed tackles, and then it was like the second half is like everybody turned everything on. Not to mention we got this boy. I don't know if you heard of him. His name is Aziz. Um, man, Ojolari. <laughs> I mean, he's looking like a stud right now. God bless, man. The guy is coming. He he showed up and and, uh, and got after him. And he, I don't know. He every every play he seemed like to physically get bigger and bigger. <laughs> like, I don't know if that. I don't know if that's exactly what happened. But oh God, God bless, man. The guy is <laughs> the guy. The guy is playing phenomenal right now. And um and and it's exciting to see. Obviously, when uh when when Jordan uh went down, that was kind of concerning uh there at the beginning of the game. Second play of the um, game. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was that. You talking about getting my getting me worked up real fast? <laughs> that, that that did it. Um, so it's that I, devil field, man. 
Yeah, oh my God, it's ridiculous. And then also, too, I just want to make sure I don't go without mentioning this. The play clock and the game clock going out only on our drive, mm-hmm. That's I, that, that, that pissed me off. I, want to, I just wanted to make sure that that, that was out there. And um, they don't but, have but electricity I, in that stadium. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's all done by by kerosene lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say though, from the ref, uh, appreciate the block uh, for Tay. <laughs> that was uh, all time block. Yeah. <laughs> for, and for and you know what's funny? Tay was actually taking the ball and moving it into his left arm. If that guy who extended to try to make the tackle. If he had hit that ball, it probably would have bounced out of Tay's hands and fallen uh, out of bounds. So, yeah, hell yeah, man. We got a touchdown because of that ref, man. <laughs> Appreciate you. How about the, the first half, the uh, the referee or the head ref, he like pulled a calf muscle or something. <laughs> and then that guy gets run over. I mean, not, not only do players get hurt in Knox, Knoxville, but the damn referees better watch out. <laughs> God bless, man. It was it was terrible. They they were sloppy, too. I felt like it was just a – They were. They, they never knew what they were doing. Um, I, but, man, it was – it, it it was interesting on on that front, but like it's kneeling, it's that toilet bowl. It just the the turf's terrible. The the lack of electricity is <laughs> is not good. Um, but dog fans did show up. It yeah. was uh, it was awesome to see that. Uh, so uh, if you're there, thanks for pulling us through. Um, it was it was awesome to watch. So um, what else? Uh, what oh, I do want to say this too. Uh, you got any other notes on the defense? I always got. I always got more notes on the defense. <laughs> I, let, let me let me just point out one more thing. I, I do want to say havoc rate way up this game. Way up, eleven tackles for loss. I didn't know that. I just read that. Eleven. We had three sacks. I knew that. Aziz uh, had two. Apparently, they counted the. Uh, I guess that makes sense. But they counted the Stokes hit as. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what else it would be. So, like yeah, I said, so, second degree murder. He's <laughs> <laughs> charged with murder. Uh, so anyway, uh, I I was really proud of, of of the fact that we were able to get in the backfield. We've we still are moving in guys. I mean, the guys that came in, Michael Barnett, Justin Young, um, and well, Tyler Clark too. But he's kind of a mainstay over there. But uh, those guys coming in and kind of filling in that middle of that defensive line, and us still being able to hold them to seventy yards. I mean, Jordan Davis is a big piece of our defense. I mean, when he went down, I was like, "Well, crap!" Like they're going to start running up the middle every time. The fact that we were able to hold our own and you know stand our ground, I was really proud of those guys on the front seven too. And uh, my boy Tay had another another big game. Uh, not only did he have the uh, but, he, you know, it says he only had one tackle. I swear he had, like, five. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, apparently he didn't have that big a game. <laughs> but I thought he did. I mean, it, you know, he made the play, obviously, the fumble recovery. But, I mean, he he had a, a couple big plays where he gets – oh, that's right. He gets in the backfield and disrupts it, and then somebody else can make the play. That's all that matters. Like, get in the backfield and make something happen. So, anyway, um, yeah, man, I'll let, you, I'll let you wrap it up on the Tennessee game here. Well, my, my, my final thought on it was how about how about how pumped Kirby was after this game? Love it. Um, he was he was up in with the fans up up on the, the wall there. Um, the guy was all smiles. He and he was jacked when Stokes <laughs> killed Maurer and Maurer. And uh, <laughs> uh, that that was not the podcast skipping, that was me skipping. <laughs> um, then uh, and, and, and watching take, I mean, Kirby was jacked. He was awesome. He was he was yeah. pumped up, and um, see him after the game. He was excited. Uh, so it was it was fun to see. And then on the opposite side of that, um, I think it's safe to say that uh, Jeremy Pruitt's not going to be here much longer. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I I, I don't like Jeremy Pruitt. I I think he's a jack wagon. Um, and you know, don't really pull for him by any means. But the funny thing is, right now he's about as good as they can do. If they if they cut ties with him after the second year, then they will just continue the vicious cycle of being in a dumpster fire. I mean, they've been they've been terrible, and I hate to say that we've lost them a couple times since then. But they've been terrible since 2009. Bad, bad teams. 
Tennessee's a program that we used to play, and and you know they used to be proud program. Used to be they used to beat our tail. Well, guess what? We got the series over them right now. So I think we've won eight of the last ten, if I'm not mistaken. So um, my last thoughts on the Tennessee game. I meant to mention this earlier. How about Todd Blackledge at the end of the ball game saying, "This is the best team we've seen this year." And then what's his name? Uh, the other commentator says, "Oh well, we've seen Clemson and and, and Oklahoma." He says, "Todd says, yeah, this is the best team we've seen all year." <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was no hesitation. He said, they, "There was no." I think this is the best team. It was this is the best team we have witnessed in person, is what he said. So we must be doing something right because <laughs> because that man has never said anything like that about us. <laughs> no, no, no. And I like Todd, but he is very objective. And he's very good at his job. As a color commentator, I like it. But, yeah, I mean, for him to come out at the end of that ball game and say something like that, I mean, that's kind of a statement. I mean, people buy into that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I like to I like to hear things like that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, let's, um, let's uh, go ahead and start looking at this coming week and, uh, and what's going on. Do we have an injury report? Not much of one um, for, the, for the first time in – probably five or six weeks i feel like we are actually starting to get healthy um tyson campbell is still improving apparently but i don't want to say we're not missing tyson by any means but once we get tyson back and if if we can get this team to full strength oh like and which is hard to do i mean you're never going to be full strength i mean the guys are playing with injuries right now they're playing hurt not with you know full you know big time injuries but if we can get everybody to full strength, this team can beat anybody. But Tyson Campbell, I think, showed that he he's that number one guy. We got DJ battling for that spot. Tyreek is pushing DJ, and we've got guys that can play pretty much anywhere. If if those guys went out, Devon can move over to the cornerback spot. Devon, who had a hell of a game against Notre Dame, like had a, had a few decent plays in this game, but like really wasn't even that big of a factor, which is crazy. So here's what I'll say. We need Tyson back. I'd like to have him back. I'd like to have a little bit more depth. Jordan Davis, as you mentioned, he went down. I believe he's expected to be able to play this weekend, which when he went down, I think everybody was just like, ah, this doesn't look good. And he was hobbling into the uh, into the you know trainer's table. But I think uh, apparently his it was just a lower ankle sprain. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Solomon Kenley's still working his way back. But Justin Schaefer, I don't, Solomon Kenley was like one of our highest – uh, he was he was putting up highest some of the highest grades of our offensive line so far until he got hurt. Justin uh, Schaefer might be trying to unseat him right now as as at that left guard spot. I mean he's playing really well. And then uh, who else? I I think apparently there was some sort of injury to Trayvon Trayvon Walker, but they're keeping that under wraps. I don't think it was anything serious, but they were talking about it on some of these injury reports. But uh, is there somebody I'm missing? I I can't really. No, that, that that all looked right to me. Uh, fortunately, everybody's kind of on the mend. Uh, Curious we able, played. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, it was it was nice to get out of there with as few injuries as possible and guys being m- some minor nicks and bruises and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that when you can get out of kneeling like that, it's a win. It's a huge win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, as far as uh, what happened last week, Man, was there any big big games? I mean, obviously we saw what. So we're, you know, just looking around the SEC, we had Auburn play Florida, which I think a lot of people were expecting Auburn to go in there and whip their tail. And man, our November schedule just continues to look worse and worse. Yeah, Florida. I don't want to say Florida looks great. You, we don't really know what Auburn is. They're still playing. I mean, that Bo Nix looked like a freshman quarterback. Did you get to watch yeah. much of that game? Uh, what I did watch that that's probably the best assessment you can give. I mean, he he just in Florida, Florida wanted it, man. I mean, Florida mm-hmm. play it was slop, the whole game was sloppy. Yeah, uh, everything about Florida sloppy. Uh, but it's but they're they're playing like they want it. I mean, and so it, it, it was in the swamp and um, but yeah, that they made they made Bo look look like a kid and and he. He acted like it, and uh, <laughs> and so it, it was. Uh, it, it get Florida man. Uh, I mean, Jacksonville's going to be tough. I, I'm 
it gets me each week. Which I mean, I'm hoping this kind of gives gets our mind right going into that. And um, and, and there's still so many questions. I feel like we usually have a general idea of what's going on by this point. But I don't, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just feeling that way, and I'm just kind of in the moment. But I feel like we still just don't know. Hell, about man, we, any we've of gone these. into Atlanta in December, and I don't know half half about our team, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, some there will be times like going into Auburn two years ago when I'm like, I know this team, and then I didn't know that team because we got <laughs> stomped, curb stomped, and then and then we go and beat their ass in 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 December in in the in Atlanta. So you know, I it, no, I I do agree with you though. There's you know, by this time we've played more quality opponents most of the time, and I I, I completely agree with that. And, you know, we can kind of learn a little bit more when we play more Notre Dames or we play more. You know, uh, you know, South Carolina early in the season is usually a pretty good uh, you know benchmark for how well we're going to play for the rest of the year. So um, I agree with that. But it is kind of weird though. We do have there is plenty of things that we still need to work on, and and you know, there's nothing that we besides our running game offensively there's not a whole lot to lean on except for a guy named Jake Fromm. So anyway. Yeah, um, uh, just looking around the SEC, Missouri, Kelly Bryant got hurt. Apparently he's gonna be back this weekend. They continue to look better. Ole Miss beat the crap out of Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, LSU beat Utah State, but who cares about that? I think um, as far as the big games, there was a lot of them they weren't that much fun to watch. All, Iowa versus Michigan was a ten to three ball game. Uh, that's kind of a dud. Uh, and then what was the other big game from last weekend? Yeah, it, uh, let's see. Penn State played. No, um, Ohio State, Michigan State was the yeah was the other one. Then Ohio State Would, blew them out of them. Yeah, that that was close for a little bit, and then Ohio State decided to uh, to take care of that ball game. We got a. A little bit better slate this weekend, and we'll get to the games of the week here uh, shortly. Well, Chance, um, we don't have a whole lot to say <laughs> about South Carolina. Uh, do you want to start us off? Is there any opening thoughts about this coming weekend? Um, it's, I mean, it's not exactly like Tennessee in terms of the mindset. I mean, you've got freshman quarterback in Helensky. Um, you've got uh, – a South Carolina team that has been very up and down uh, went in and played and beat Kentucky pretty well uh, the other week. What was the final score of that game? Twenty-four to seven. Yeah, so twenty-four to seven. Um, it is coming off of a bye week, so I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if Will Muschamp's the the one that you're uh, excited about uh, coming off of a bye week uh, if he can get the get the guys in the right mindset but um it's at home i mean kirby told us to get there early so i'm gonna get there real early uh it's i'm i I don't know i mean it's just kind of one of those games that we just got to we we learn more about ourselves this week just kind of play our ball and like i said we should should be fine i i I hate that that's kind of my answer all the time but i mean that's really really what it is just run run the damn ball i mean (laughs) it's it's hard to it is really hard to to kind of digest these games that are in between the games. I mean, everybody is right now. Everybody's thinking about Jacksonville, and I'm very very happy. And I can't that 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 episode we might record from Jacksonville from from Jekyll Island. Who knows? But I'm very very happy. We're going to that game. We're gonna have a hell of a time, and we'll obviously talk about that whenever we get there. But uh, right now, I mean, we got a South Carolina team that's struggling. They're two and three. Uh, they put up a fight against Alabama, which again goes back to me saying, like, it doesn't matter what team you play in the SEC, everybody's going to put up a fight, even if you're Alabama. But when you sit back and look at what they've done over the season, they are actually a pretty balanced team. I was just looking at their stats; they're similar to us, honestly. Uh, over you know, given <laughs> uh, their two wins are over us and Charles, uh, us. Whoa. Holy cow. All right. Well, Did that just happen? There's, the, there's that. <laughs> what just happened? That was a brain fart. Their two wins are over Kentucky and uh, Charleston Southern. And so when you sit back and look at it, and they scored like 70 points against Charleston Southern, when you sit back and look at it, I have to think that most of their yardage came in that game 
to be honest with you, or a large majority of their yardage. But I will say, uh, you look back and at their statistics overall, they're 1,100 passing, uh, just over 1,000 rushing. It's fairly close to what we're putting up over the season, too. Ryan Helensky is a pretty good quarterback. I think I don't think he's anything that you know people will be talking about uh, in the headlines. But you know, for him to unseat Jake Bentley, who's really struggled this year, is pretty nice. Um, Rico Dattle and then Tavian Tavian Feaster Feaster Faced Faster. Uh, he's faster than you. Uh, those two guys. That uh, those two guys ran for over 100 yards against Kentucky. Uh, so, you know, they're going to try to lean on their run, running game, and we talked about it uh, before the start of the podcast. But the they don't – they're not going to run on this. No. Yeah. We, we're, they're not going to run for 250 yards against us. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about it. I think we'll be able – actually, we'll be at home uh, – The the crowd will be, uh, I think the crowd will be excited, uh, undefeated team coming home, uh, really expecting us to get after Helensky pretty well. I feel like they're going to try to play a similar game plan uh, if they're if they're not able to run the ball and try to just get the ball out of his hands quick. Just really need to get some disruption there uh, and play these guys close, play these receivers close and um, not giving them much cushion. Uh, just and tighten it up on the, on the tackling, like, in the secondary that's that was the thing like i said that kind of got me concerned uh first part of the game this week but i I feel confident we'll be able to tighten all that up and 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 we'll be we'll be we'll be good to go come come game time i was just looking at their receiving from uh the kentucky game and and their leading receiver is brian edwards uh who gosh i i can't remember if it was i can't remember what year it was but he really hurt us pretty bad one year it might have been kirby's first year but he's, I feel like he's been there for 20 years. I feel like he's number 89. I don't know if you remember him, but he kind of looks – he's like the size of a tight end. And he's the kind of guy that could give us some trouble in the back half of the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but aside from him, man, I mean, it's like I don't – I'm not worried about the South Carolina running backs. I'm not worried about their offensive line being able to push, or, uh, push us around. There's not a whole lot that I'm sitting back and thinking this could be a real big problem. I mean, I think at the very least that Brian Edwards guy, you know, could put up a little bit of a fight. So offensively, they're they're just not going to give us much that we don't already expect to see. Oh yeah, well we just got to watch. We got to watch out for the big play. I mean, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but they're they're gonna they're they're not going to hold back. I mean, this is their biggest game of the year for for mm-hmm. them. I mean, playing us as the is the in terms of the SEC, this is their their big game of the year, uh, this biggest big SEC East matchup. Um, I mean, they do have, they did have Alabama, Clemson, and us, which which sucks for them uh, to have. <laughs> That's just real bad. Um, and uh, so I, I'm, like I said, if you keep them out in front of you, don't have the the dumb plays like we had last week, uh, and keep penalties in line, and not doing stupid stuff on special teams and and, and, and little things like that. Uh, I mean. You're gonna be. We'll be. We'll be fine. And I don't expect us to have the same kind of slow start uh, as we did this past week uh, against Tennessee. We'll be at home. Crowd will be jacked up. It'll. It'll be. It'll. It'll be good. I think so too. I. I the only thing I'm worried about is making sure that that stadium's 100% full, and I'm sure it won't be, which sucks. I mean, South Carolina. We talked about it earlier. I mean, we. Used to play them second game of the season, first game of the season, and it used to be a really hyped up game. And now it's, it's just not quite as as exciting as it once was. I mean, obviously they're they're not playing as well. Steve Spurrier's not there, so they're not as hated. I mean, truly, Will Muschamp is just like, you know, some people really hate him, but like the fact that you beat that guy, it's kind of enough. But when you beat Steve Spurrier, that's not enough. You want to shove it in Steve Spurrier's face. No, so. In my opinion, you know, this game still needs to be taken very seriously. Obviously, the players will, but I want the fans to, too. You know, I want us to come out and be ready to go. Let's start tailgating at 8 o'clock, be ready and rowdy, um, and uh, go to the dog walk. Do what you got to do to get pumped up about this game, you know, even if it is at noon. I mean, it's South Carolina. I'm going to be very pumped up about it. But, you know, people see a noon kickoff, and it's like they immediately shut down. And there's also good football on at the same time. So, 
Yeah, Texas plays Oklahoma at noon. Well, it's it, it it'll be it, it'll be good. Just give just give the ball to number seven, number three, number thirty five, and and just we'll be fine. We'll I be agree. fine. I agree. Well, I, I hate that that's the extent of our preview, but it is. Unless you have any, unless you have any more thoughts. No, I mean, I it, like I said, just just be. I mean. No, it's it's just <laughs> south, the sad the sad thing is it's just South Carolina and, yeah. and 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 I hate that because this used to be the game going into the season that you were always excited for. It was second second game of the season. You were you had your uh, that was usually the first home game, whatever the case may be. And, and now it's just kind of it's just it's kind of sad. But I yeah. still want to beat the crap out of them. I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, sorry for the hiccup earlier. Uh, my brain literally stopped working, and I said they beat us, which obviously didn't happen. And it isn't going to happen. So anyway, I uh, just want to make a public apology for that. Uh, I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, I'm just looking forward to having another weekend in Athens and enjoying, enjoying this game. And then we got some other big games coming up afterwards, and uh, we'll get the, the games of the week. The week. Chancy, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Oklahoma number six plays number eleven Texas. Uh, they played in the you know the Cotton Bowl Stadium, the old one. Uh, Oklahoma's favored by eleven points here. Chance, it's at noon kickoff as always. What do you got there? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the points, uh, and, and uh, or I'm gonna take Texas with the point. But I think Oklahoma's gonna win the game. I think it'll be a close game. You sound like Desmond Howard. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to win, but it'll be a close game. I think this is this is a no-brainer for me. I'm taking Texas in the points. Uh, I agree. I think that, well, I, I don't know, man. Texas always seems to figure out Oklahoma for this game. So I'm, I'm they might win outright. I'm going to I'm going to say Texas is going to win outright. Um other than that, CBS game at 3.30. Alabama plays Texas A&M. Before the season started, this was a much bigger game. Uh, right now, it just seems like Texas A&M is kind of fading. But Alabama's only favored by 16.5 points. I feel like they're trying to invite people to put money on Bama here. Chansey, what are your thoughts here? <laughs> what do we do? Uh, I am going to go with uh, Bama on this by just... <laughs> I think Tua is going to just put up a dumb number of points, uh, or he's going to—they're going to move the ball around. I mean, their defense has been kind of—I guess—been kind of spotty here. I, I don't know how—I don't know how much we'll take to that. They've had a lot of injuries, uh, but I think they'll—I think they'll have it figured out. So I'll take—I'll take Bama there. Yeah, I'm going to be a square as well, and uh, I'll take Bama. I, I just don't see Texas. This Texas A&M team. People always keep saying that. What's his name? What's the coach over there? Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah, people keep saying the Jimbo's. He's just like secretly building a program over there. And man, I just we just haven't seen it. I know it's like only his second year or third year, whatever it is. But man, people just think that Texas A&M, you know, their their backyard is is that Texas talent and everything like that. They're going to turn a corner at some point. But they just keep on being Texas A&M and losing. So I, you know, until they win a big game. They'll just be keep being Texas A&M. I'm going to take Alabama uh, and to cover here. Let's see, another. Well, I tell you what, we'll do we'll, we'll do a traditional rivalry, and then we get two more after this. But USC plays Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's only favored by 11 points. It's the uh, what is it? The battle for the golden shillelagh. I think it's what it's called. <laughs> Well, wow, a good good football reference there. I, uh, I I only know that from the uh, the old days of the the video game, the NCAA video game. Who you got there, Chance? Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Notre Dame on this one. Think they're uh, they're playing well. Uh, USC's been kind of been playing up. They've been playing uh, trending upwards, but I think Notre Dame's a good ball team, um, and so I think they'll they'll handle it. Yeah, dude, it's a jeweled shillelagh. I don't know if it's shillelagh or shillela. Uh, I didn't listen to your pick. What'd you, who'd you pick again? Good Lord. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm really just, just curious. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to go different, man. I'm going to go USC. I don't really think that this is going to happen, but I'm going to do it. USC and the points, 11 points. 
Penn State, number 10 in the country, looking like a pretty good team right now. Uh, is playing Iowa in Iowa, 10, uh, and Iowa's ranked number 17. Penn State is favored by four points at the moment. Ooh. Chance, what do you think there, Chance? Mm, huh? That's a uh, that's a good one. I'm going to go... You know, I'm just going to go with Iowa. I don't know, just just feeling it. I, I don't think that's probably a good idea, but I'm just I'm, that's why I'm going. Oh no, I'm I'm definitely going Iowa. Penn State just blew out Purdue. Yeah, they blew out Purdue. Iowa just lost a really close game to Michigan at Michigan. You come back to is it Des Moines or Iowa City? I don't know. They're I think they're like the same thing. Um, man, I just feel like the Hawkeyes are going to take this one. So again, this could be another out, out outright win. So we'll see how that goes. I'm going to take Iowa as well. The big matchup of the weekend, numero uno, stupid-ass Florida Gators <laughs> play LSU. In LSU, the, the, the Tigers are favored by 13.5 points after Florida just beat Auburn by about that same amount. Who do you got there, Chance? Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. No doubter. I don't even know why I put this one on the on the schedule here, man. We're... <laughs> Who, who thought that we were? I'm never gonna pick situation. them for a damn thing. So. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter what it is. So they anyway, suck. Uh, so anyway, we got LSU there. So I I agree, man. Go go Tigers! Can't wait to watch that game. Uh, Chance, that's all I got for the games of the week. My plans for the game. Uh, me and the boys, everybody that's uh, staying with me this weekend, we're gonna just be doing some early tailgating, and you know cheering on the dogs there's not really a whole lot of, of wiggle room there so we're just gonna be doing it live maybe we'll see if we get how many beers we get in the morning yeah we got we got to work hard there uh saturday morning uh not used to the whole noon game thing much anymore which is a good yeah. thing to not be used to uh yeah. used to you didn't know how to t- it used to be that every weekend was a sprint <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. It's just like every game's a noon game. So, you, and if whenever you got a three thirty game, you didn't know what to do for two and a half hours. Hell, uh, man. Yeah, we used to wake up and crawl to the fraternity house and then tailgate for like thirty minutes and then like have to walk down to the ball game. You know. So, uh, so pumped about that and uh, get, getting into Athens late Friday night, but uh, should be a, should be a fun atmosphere. Hopefully, keep good weather. But excited about it. I agree. I agree. I think it's actually supposed to be a little bit cooler this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be a, just a good old time. Let's. I mean, let's not forget that South Carolina is still an SEC East opponent, and I'm looking forward to us, uh, you know, whooping their ass. So, uh, anyway, I'll. Uh, that's all I got. I mean, that's my plans, and I'll say go dogs. Hey man, dogs on top. Peace. Bye.